0: Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to another segment of House of Jay. This is your host with the most, Trey Dismute. And yo, I just want to say first and foremost to everybody that is in the pathway of this storm, Hurricane Michael. I pray, I really pray, that you be mindful of your surroundings and the things going on. Um, in the area. Please um, contact your friends and family on the coast of Florida and in in the inlands that's in the pathway of this storm. I would definitely be praying for you and your family and friends, and I pray that you will be able to get to a place of of safety where where God can really keep you in his divine protection as you um, hide away from the storm. Is coming through. Um, they said it could be pretty serious. We've heard that before, but let's really take caution and be wise in our decision making when it comes to this uh, this matter. All right, y'all. So, yo, let me tell you. Um, I, I'm I'm very grateful for the the subject matter today and the and the revelation that I've been given. But I'm also glad that you know it got brought to my attention because it was also very saddening at the same time and it was because i had a conversation with an individual who they were telling me how they feel like giving up they're having a lot of issues with doubt and, and and their faith and things going on because they feel like every time they take a step forward they're taking three or four steps back and i know you know how that could feel i understand like i i really i really do and sometimes we feel like we're moving forward but some like we keep getting pushed back and we start becoming doubtful if we're even doing the right thing and, and, and the situations the circumstances going on in our life but that's what i really want to talk about today and really hone in on and identifying doubt and what it really is and how it affects us and how we can like actually overcome doubt and become the men and women of god that, that he has created us to be so yo do not go anywhere yo i'm going to be right 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 back on the house of jay What up, y'all? Welcome back to this segment of House of J. This is your host with the most, Trey Dismute, and yo, like I told you guys before, man, we are about to talk about being in doubt and in a doubtful state of everything that's going on around us because I I know so many people, man, so. Many people are in a state of doubt and unbelief and, and and coming to a place where where we it's so hard to build our faith back up because of how much doubt we have let penetrate us and penetrate our hearts and our minds and our faith in people and the things that's going on around us. But like I said, I want to get to the root of doubt, right? Because if you look like doubt doubt is not a christian problem doubt is a human problem so like we are all at some point going to deal with doubt it is where you let those doubts lead you right that matters the most so doubt means to be in two minds right doubt never stays put it's always going somewhere and it pulls you in two different directions So which direction do you follow? Like, do you follow your doubts towards unbelief or do you follow them toward faith? Right. So for Christians, like doubt can either serve us or it can sink us. Like it can drive us to seek truth or it can drown us in despair and hopelessness and and, and confusion. So and if it's ignored or it's left unchecked, like it can bore into our brain and like it's, it's like releasing a virus of unbelief and infecting and, and it'll eventually like destroy every healthy thought that we have about God. So like it can take us to the place where nothing else matters, where we find ourselves like loathing, even like life itself. So if left unchecked, like intellectual doubt, it, 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 it metastasizes and it is seeping its way into our emotions and collecting like this this just wide array of like fears and worries, anxiety, like anger, um, um, confusion, depression, and and ultimately like despair at the thought of being like played or or duped or envisioning a life without our once like belief that we cherished in God. So we got to take the time right to identify our doubts that we struggle with the most like we have to ask God for guidance and wisdom as we learn like how to address our doubts in a way that will lead us um closer to a place where where he dwells so I want to talk about right I want to talk about like what is the root of doubt like I heard this story once and this was this is a while ago and I'm sure man like maybe some of you heard it um a long time ago and I don't know if it was real or not whatever but but just just roll with me on this one. So I heard I heard a story once and it's a weird story. And it's about a lady who became concerned for her pet snake, right? And and it is weird, you know, people have pet snakes to me, but like if you it, it, like anyways we're we're not talking about like a small snake that she had so she had a a big long python right and let me tell you why this story was so weird because she says that she's disturbed you know because apparently her snake wasn't eating so she she went out and she saw like a a her veterinarian for like a little bit of advice or whatever so the doctor asked her he said so by any chance like does your snake sleep with you right he asked her that and the lady said yeah um it's funny that you should ask but yeah my snake does sleep with me so the veterinarian told her he said the reason that your snake doesn't eat is because it's sizing you up, and it and it's purposely starves itself because it's waiting for the opportune moment to consume you. So she's li- if you think about, it, she's literally sleeping with the enemy. So like I said, listen, wh- whether this story is true or not, like that snake. Right. Satan. Also, he studies us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. And he wants nothing more than to consume us in our faith. And as Christians, we're like in the midst of a war, a spiritual war, whether you believe it or not. And this war can be tricky to like detect and realize if you're not discerning. And that's because, like, it's a war that takes place in an unseen world that we don't see. We don't physically see it with our eyes. Like, um, um, Paul, Paul wrote, like, that, that we do not, like, wrestle against flesh and blood. But the battle is, is against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. And it's against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places And also in some other versions Says the spiritual principalities So that means that we have to Treat our doubts as Frontline attacks from the enemy Like far from Like any attack of Satan That could look like Um pfft, the mo- Think of the worst thing, your worst fear Dressed up in a, <laughs> a Demonic suit, whatever, think of your Worst fear and that's like It's not, that's not what it is Like Satan and his demonic hosts are powerful spiritual beings, right? But they deceptively align around a common goal to destroy our faith. And listen, I can't stress this enough. The the evil one, he wants to stretch our doubts until, until they snap and it results in this unbelief. So we have to resolve to not let the devil lead you into unbelief. You have to turn your doubts towards God and so that you can continue to, to doubt towards your faith. So make sure you pray for the Holy Spirit to protect you from the doubts of the evil one who is saying we have to pray for the strength to overcome every scheme and plan that Satan has put in place. Like when you think about the Bible, there was so many people, right? Who doubted in the Bible is Adam, is Eve, is Abraham and 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 Sarah, Job doubted, um, Habakkuk, John the Baptist, Thomas, Peter, Paul. Like the the list goes on. There was a lot of people, right? But but some of these people, they doubted God's plan. Others walked with Jesus, yet they still doubted Him. And in those, and and and. Like those that were in Jesus' company, if they could still doubt him. Well, I'm talking about people who actually walk with Jesus. If they can still doubt them, then how much more susceptible to doubt do you think you can be? Like, isn't it? I think it's really reassuring to know that you're not alone in your doubts. Like people had doubts before you and they're going to have doubts after you. People, they find, we got to find strength. Right today and knowing that despite their doubts that God used all of these doubters for his glory and God will certainly do the same to you when you when you put your doubt and your faith in him. So you have to pray that God will use you in a mighty way despite your despite your doubts to take comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your doubts and and like I want you to really seek out like a, a, a trusted person. It doesn't matter who it is—your your pastor, your friend, your teacher, your parent—and and I want you to completely be honest and share with them your doubts. So I want to talk about one of the facets of doubts. I've been I've been doing um, a lot of reading and studying, and and one of the first um, um facets of doubt, right? that I I notice maybe one of the most prevalent is is emotional doubt and and I don't think nothing paralyzes a Christians once like you know their vibrant faith then then emotional doubt all that faith they had that it gets paralyzed by emotional doubt and and this first facet of doubt that I'm talking about is probably one of the most brutal ones. Like it wears you down and at its peak, like at the worst, right? It can it can bring you to the end of yourself and start drowning you in despair. Like generally emotional doubt arises when like when we experience or hear about something that is is hard to like reconcile with or, you know, a, a, a good and loving God like it's it's in wrestling through the problem of suffering and, and evil where we feel the full force of emotional doubt. And this is where we ask God, why? Like, why is there evil and suffering in the world? And knowing that there is evil and suffering doesn't give us a real reason to dismiss the existence of God. Like a, it's, it's, it's like a doctor who who might, you know, inflict his patient with pain, like in order to provide a greater good. Like so we must do the same thing. And we got to trust that God has his reasons for allowing suffering through through those reasons that are often unseen. Like he may allow suffering to to wake us up from our complacency, to to, to teach us a, a greater dependency on him. Or to even develop compassion or forgiveness in us Or to help us trust in his unseen plan that we don't know about So let's rejoice Like today in the fact that, that, that one day Jesus will bring an end to suffering and evil By destroying the works of the devil Like if, we, if you struggle right with emotional doubt Just know that once again you're not alone You pray for your doubts out loud to God and ask him why and then search his word for the answers. Ask like ask others for help with dealing with your doubts. Like I said earlier, talk to somebody trusted. Like you don't have to be left alone to drown in your emotional doubt that you're having within yourself. And then we have uh, we have. Um. Like my the, the the second facet of doubt that I want to talk about is is volitional doubt, and like look just think like do do we live our our plans involving God or do we live you know God's plan involving us, and and this facet of doubt of doubt that it, it raises questions like does God really know what is best for me. And we, we all want to be in control. Let's, let's face it. We all want to be in control of our life and the things and our situations and circumstances and everything that we're dealing with. And so it's hard to let go or to loosen the grip on our lives. None of that comes naturally to any of us. Yet, like, so much of the Christian life involves surrender. It's about yielding and dying to oneself and the very... Essence of faith is about surrendering our will to God's will. So our job as believers is to read the word and then align our lives with it. Like scripture contains God's will in written form. I'm going to repeat scripture contains God's will in written form. You want to know God's will? Read your scripture, get in your word, yo, and not just to learn but to find out what is God's will. So we can be in alignment with it Like it's impossible To surrender to God's will If we do not know his word And this is And I just thought of this Like I, I, I fear That many Christians Avoid the Bible Because they'd rather not know All that it demands That they'd rather live in ignorance Living their way In and maybe that describes you like shying away from God's word in the name of securing your own will. Like like others, you know, like others, you you may think, like, why would I want to know more about God's will? Like, what if it runs contrary to mine? And well, you know, in that case, you'd experience a clash of the wills. And volitional doubt would likely take over and ensue. So. So that's why it's easier for some to just avoid God's word rather than dealing with the challenge to our will that comes along with it. Like God's divine pokes can feel like an irritant and nuisance. Trust me, I know God coming at us, God telling us what we need to do. It can fit. It can irritate us and feel like it's aggravating us. But listen, we need to realize that him, you know, his poking and prodding us and that they're merely his his sacred invitations into a closer relationship with him. So my advice to you, my suggestion to you is to welcome the invitation. Like the problem is that the volitional doubter struggles while simultaneously second guessing God. Whereas Jesus modeled the surrender life beautifully when he cried out in the Garden of Gethsemane, saying, "Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me." Nevertheless, not my will, but your. Listen, listen to what he said. Not my will. Although he, Jesus knew he was gonna die, Jesus, Jesus knew. Right that he was going to have to go through this pain So he asked he said If you are willing remove this cup From me But then because Jesus is wise What he followed it with was Nevertheless not my will Be done but Yours And the anthem of the Of the volitional doubter might be Nevertheless not your will But mine be done But let me tell you Something about Jesus right Jesus followed God's will. So as Christians, we need to strive to be more Christ-like. One way that we can do that is by submitting to God's will and everything he has for us in his plan. Like when we submit to God's will, it will make it easier for us to stop doubting toward unbelief. And I really want like, listen, there's a there's a a, a quote I read. It said, you know, doubt yourself and you doubt everything you see judge yourself and you see judges everywhere. But if you listen to the sound of your own voice, if you listen to sound of God's voice, you can rise above doubt and judgment and you can see forever which God has promised you. So this is this is my charge to each and every one of you guys and I I think I'm going to break this down in two parts um because I do have a lot more I want to discuss and go over and kind of do it in two halves but I really want you to do this and just reflect on it. I want you to pray, read Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 13. This is the Lord's prayer. But I really Want you to ask God for His will to be done in your life and ask yourself, what is it that I need to do to relinquish control of myself and my will and my intentions and everything that I want to do and allow God to take over so that I can experience freedom from myself from my feelings and emotions that take over and from any doubt that is causing me to fall victim to the schemes of the enemy. I love each and every one of you guys. I pray, I pray, I pray that this was able to penetrate somebody and really bring them to a place of conviction in their life, of striving and growing to a place where we are no longer doubters, but we are good and faithful stewards and faithful servants of the one and true living God this is trade this mute I'm signing off y'all thank you for listening to another episode of house of J stay tuned for part two of in doubt it will be coming up next week I love you guys have a blessed night and I will talk to you later peace